Welcome to Heart to Heart about everything lupus, where we discuss everything about lupus. I'm Susie Eagles Flight, and I'm from Lupus South Africa and Andrea's Gift. Today we are going to talk about another tough subject, lupus and sex. Sex is a subject rarely discussed because we are often taught you don't discuss it with outsiders. Some of us struggle even to openly discuss it with our partners and it's a struggle. We are very ashamed about it. Let me state this now. You are not alone. All of us struggle with this. So hopefully today's podcast will provide useful life-changing information to you on this touchy subject. So get a cup of nice hot coffee or tea, put your earphones in, sit in a relaxing chair and let the two of us discuss lupus. Let's get into it. Ways to improve your sex life. Sexual health can be a big concern to anyone with lupus. Some of the symptoms such as oral or genital sores, joint pain, fatigue can make sex uncomfortable or even painful. And the medications used to treat lupus can cause weight gain, vaginal dryness, decreased libido. Add to that the concerns about self-esteem and body image and it's easy to see why lupus can have a significant effect on your sex life. But having lupus doesn't mean the end of sex. It might take some patience, creativity and extra communication, but many people can find ways to have a satisfying sex life. Here are, the, here are a few of the greatest concerns among men and women with lupus that was discussed in a study done recently. The fatigue factor, pain, dryness, sensitivity, decreased libido, erectile dysfunction, drug side effects, self-image issues, depression and anxiety. But here are eight ways to improve your sex life when you have lupus. Obviously we don't have all the answers, but we hope to provide some help in your journey. I am still learning after 70, 17 years um, of, be, of being diagnosed. And it's going to take work. Anything with lupus, it takes work to get better. Number one, find out what's causing your sexual problem. If lupus is affecting your sex life, figure out what's causing the problem so you can address that symptom. For example, some medications for lupus can cause vaginal dryness or a lowered libido, the desire to have sex, and erectile dysfunction, the inability to keep and get an erection firm enough for sex. If it, this is the case, your doctor may be able to change your medication or suggest a lubricant, a lubricant. If pain, fatigue or depression is getting the way, in the way of your sex life, talk with your doctor about treatments. If they know about the problem, they can often find ways to help. But unfortunately, many people don't mention their sexual problems to their doctor because they feel embarrassed and ashamed. We really need to ask our doctors help or learn to anyway. 
because we have a way of not asking our doctor questions, just keeping quiet, especially when it comes to sex. And there really are ways. Um, they can give you a lubricant um, for erectile dysfunction. There are tablets. Um, there is medication for libido, etc., etc. Number two, set the mood for romance and sex. Feeling relaxed and well rested before sex can help you get in the mood and lead to a better experience for both partners. Find ways to relax and get into the mood before having sex or use these ideas to relax together when you want to be close but sex isn't possible. Here a discussion with your partner is very important because they want, may want more than you can give. Finding solutions together where both partners need is met. Meet each other halfway. Now these are suggestions to help with romance. Unwind in a warm bath or shower, alone or with your partner. Warm water helps soothe the achy joints and can help you feel better. Light candles, play soft music or try aromatherapy. Read a favorite book together. Turn down the lights in the bedroom and turn up the heat. Take turns giving each other a gentle massage. The wham bam thank you ma'am approach will not work if you have lupus. So you will have to explain this to your partner. I'm being totally honest because it's the only way if I did not actually open my mouth and discuss it with my husband years ago, I know we would have enormous problems in the bedroom. So the first step is to communicate, communicate, communicate. It's difficult. You will have to sit, sit your partner down and discuss it openly, but you'll have to start at some point. Number three, be creative in your intimacy. Learn to explore different ways of being intimate with your partner. Have fun with sex and exploring ways to be intimate in loving, pleasurable ways. Each couple is different, so it's important to try different things and learn together what works for you as a couple. If sexual intercourse is painful, Focus on foreplay and touching instead. Even if you are able to have intercourse, it's important to find other ways to be close. Try new ways of touching and make time for different sensations to arise. Intimate, close touch can be one of the most important ways to connect as a couple. It doesn't have to be sexual. If lubrication is a problem, Try using a water-based lubricant during sex. If you struggle with erectile dysfunction, ask your doctor. There are medications for that. That works very well. You can also experiment with the different sexual positions to find what is most comfortable for you. Or use a pillow or other supports as needed to help you take pressure off your painful joints. Don't be afraid to explore new territory and find new ways that works best for you.
These are exercises for couples that can be done at home to help with intimacy. Decide who will be the giver and who will be the receiver. The receiver can close their eyes or be blindfolded if preferred. The giver can explore their partner's body with their lips, hands and tongue while avoiding genital contact. The receiver will share what areas of sensations feel good. This is very important because you have to say what feels good to you because your partner won't know. Give each other time to fully experience both roles, being a giver and a receiver. 10 to 15 minutes. There are other ways to express love and connections, not just to sexual intercourse. These include touch, explore your partner's body. This can include holding hands, cuddling, stroking, kissing, etc. Self-stimulation. Masturbation is normal and healthy. This can even occur during sexual activity with a partner. This helps when you have a lot of pain but your, but your partner is in need. Oral sex. This can be an alternative and supplement to intercourse. Different positions. Change your positions to what feels very comfortable to you, such as kneeling or sitting, um, uh, putting pillows under your hips, um, you know, and you can go online um, or to a library to, to research ad additional resources for ways to um, connect. Number four, it may seem strange to schedule a time for sex, but when you have lupus, choosing the right time for sex is crucial. If you want to choose a time when you have the, um, the energy and you don't have any other distraction, I often suggest couples to plan ahead for sex and put it in their schedule. Choose a time where you can really relax and enjoy your time together. Because fatigue is a common symptom for people with lupus, it may be helpful to schedule sex for the time of day that you still have some energy. Or may, you might choose to take a nap before you plan to have sex. At first, fatigue was the biggest symptom for me. So we had to learn to plan sex when I still had energy. And what to do to help my muscle spasms, um, I tried foreplay and other ways <clears throat> on the days that I could just not um, meet my partner's needs. Number five, nurture your love relationship. Find ways to connect to your partner that aren't sexual. It's important to nurture all the aspects of your relationships. relationship. Make sure you spend time together doing things you both enjoy, whether it's reading, walking, watching movies, or just talking. Not just the sexual part of your relationship. Talk about what you need and can do, talk about the needs of your partner and meet each other in the middle. For example, if your partner needs sex 
more than you can give try help in ways like oral sex masturbation on the days that it that are impossible import impossible to have actual sex if it if it if you take a lot of time to get an orgasm orgasm because of all the pain suggest other ways to help you reach an organism and ask your partner to be patient remember antidepressant pain meds blood pressure medication sleep medication can cause you not to get an orgasm so make sure you dry don't try sex just after taking that Number six, see yourself as a sexual person. Sometimes how you feel about yourself and your body can also be a barrier to sex. This is and was the greatest struggle for me because others had to care for me. I have gained so much weight, have dentures, but I put certain things in place for myself to adapt so that we can have a healthy or at least a sex life. A night out, date night, where I dress up and then like before dimming, dimming the lights before sex, wearing sexy lingerie and setting the mood works well. At first it's a struggle to actually do that things but as you go along it becomes easier. You may not feel attractive or sexy if you're dealing with weight gain, hair loss, skin rashes, but it's important to continue to see yourself as a sexual, vibrant person, somebody that needs to have sex, um, not just a person that is just living. Try keep an upbeat, positive attitude. Your attitude can really play a big part of how you feel about yourself. Taking care of yourself is important. Eat well, exercise, get enough rest can also help you feel better both physically and mentally. A therapist or support group might also help to give you self-esteem a positive boost. Seven communicate openly about sex it's not always easy to talk about sex but trying to be honest and open with your partner can lead to even greater intimacy practice telling your partner when something hurts or feel uncomfortable and be sure to let them know when they are doing something right talk to your partner about their needs too and ask what kind of touching and caressing they might enjoy. You need to remember that your partner has needs too. When you're sick, when you're sick it can be easy to feel sorry for yourself and not consider your partner's needs. But if you want your relationship to succeed and grow, it's really important to talk about it. Try to understand how your partner is feeling. Couples communication. In preparing to open a discussion about sex and intimacy with your partner, some key questions um, to consider include, are you comfortable talking about sex? 
What are some of the sexual messages you received growing up? They may be cultural, generational, etc. How did you learn about sex? How did your parents show affection towards each other? How often do you communicate uh, about your sexual needs and desires? What are your fears and inhibitions around sex? Do you feel you have a really healthy attitude towards sex? Once you are ready to have a discussion, following these steps can help it go smoothly. Discuss with your partner your potential fears and desires. Being attentive during this discussion is actually crucif- crucial for both partners and really un- to really understand each other. Use I statements instead of you. For example, I feel cared about when you hug me and hold me close. Instead of saying, you never touch me anymore. Address issues of miscommunications. For example, you might feel your partner thinks that you are undesirable, but you see she might not want to engage in any activities because he or she might not want to physically hurt you in the process if you are having a lot of body aches and pains. And this is a very important point because they feel sorry. And they're afraid to hurt you. They feel sorry for you. So they don't want to demand anything or even ask for anything. This was a big problem for my husband too. So this is definitely something you have to discuss with your partner. Find a neutral place at home to start a conversation. When you guys are alone, it's quiet, there's not kids running in, there's not phone ringings because the discussion will then be useless. Build in a set time to talk and check in so that you are not talking only when problems arise so just basically talking about sex and desires and what you enjoy and making jokes and um, that will help a lot couples can have very busy life so it's important to spend quality time with each other away from your children and your responsibilities each week even 20 to 30 minutes together like taking a shower together in the morning can be very effective create a ritual number eight practice patience with your body Learn to be patient with yourself when your body doesn't respond in the way you want it to. And try to be patient with your partner. Learning to live with lupus is a new experience for you both. You may need to take things more slowly than in the past and work on learning new ways to be intimate together. But it is possible. Okay, everybody, that's it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I have placed pasted the resources in the show notes if you would like to do further research. Hope this helped you. Thank you for listening. Please share this episode, follow us on Instagram, like our Facebook pages, and subscribe to our YouTube channels. Susie Eagles Flight, Lupus South Africa, and Andreas Gift Foundation. Thank you. Bye-bye.